My name is Chad Hoover. My name is Brandon Overstreet. My name is Russell Dillon. My name is Alfonso Jack. My name is Lisa Bennett. I'm Jack Snore. Cody Prather here. My name is Matt Ball. My name is Josh Carter. I'm James Bush. My name is Luke Stocking. My name is Jeff Jones. I'm Brian Bowie. My name is Jeff Hodge. My name is Kevin Franklin. My name is uh, Jamie Clancy. My name is Ronnie Ellery. My name is Randy Howell, and you're listening to the Faith and Fishing Podcast. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Faith in Fishing podcast, the podcast that's bringing you the stories of how God is working in and through fishermen from all around the fishing community. I'm your host Cam, and if you've listened to the show before, you know that I am big into listening to fishing podcasts. You're going to hear from more of these guys in the coming weeks, months, and however long it takes me to get through the umpteen thousand hosts they have and however many of them want to come on the show. Um, but this particular episode, we're getting to talk with Brad Hicks. Uh, he's one of the hosts of the final cast, uh, Paddle and Fins product review segment. Before we jump into that episode, though, as always, I want to give you an update on how things have been going. Um, I'm finally getting over the cold that Henry and I have been passing back and forth, and um, it feels really good to get that off and out of my chest. Um, I was able to take either or out and do a little fishing this past weekend, and I have to say, I did it. I fell in love with the jackhammer. <laughs> it ended up landing me a 5-pound bass, 14-inch white crappie, which... Um, which ends up being, uh, I think, my my new PB for White Crappy, and a chubby little channel cat. And I'm actually going to be talking about the jackhammer in the product spotlight. Um, before we turn the spotlights on, though, just want to shine the spotlight on Savior Outdoors. Uh, Savior is Savior is awesome. They have saved me a lot of money, um, and I absolutely believe in them, and that is why I promote their product. Um, I will never promote a product that I don't believe in. Um, so if you want to try them out for yourself, go to SaveYourOutdoors.com and use promo code FNFP15 to save some money on your order. Alright, it's time to turn the spotlights on and talk about the Jackhammer Chatterbait. Alright, so I had a hard time buying into the hype. There's no way that this new Chatterbait is that much better than all the other Chatterbaits. I don't care how high the price tag is. Well, after hearing about every single fisherman under the sun talk about how amazing this thing was, I decided to try it out. I was blown away. Uh, Fifth cast ended up hauling in a five-pounder, and this thing was inhaled. And not only was this thing bringing in bass, but like I said earlier, it ended up being a multi-species bait too. I also will say that I see why they call it the jackhammer. A lot of times when I'm moving from spot to spot, um, I will have one of my lures dangling in the water. I had to grab the jackhammer and put it back in the rod holder because the bait vibrated so hard in the water that the rod was banging against the kayak sounding like a helicopter. Anyways, I guess what I'm trying to say is, at least in this case, believe the hype. Hey y'all, just wanted to take a quick minute to tell you about my friends over at Savior Outdoors. Savior makes retrieval devices for fishing rods, action cameras, and bow fishing bows to give you peace of mind out on the water. Attach this out-of-the-way compact float on your gear, and when, not if, it ends up in the water, it releases a float so you can get it back. 
and reload kits get your device ready for your next outing. Head on over to SaveYourOutdoors.com, that's S-A-V-U-R-Outdoors.com to learn more and hit the shop tab and use promo code FNFP15 to save on your order. Like I said earlier, I love podcasts and I really enjoy interviewing other podcasters. Um, this episode, I get to interview Brad Hicks. Brad is one of the hosts of the final cast, which is the product review segment on the Paddle and Fin podcast network. The final cast has been one of my favorite shows on the network and is at least partially responsible for, um, a lot more spending than I care to admit. Um, fun fact, the faith and fishing podcast recently hit 2000 plays, which I cannot say thank you enough to all of you for making that happen. So I did a giveaway for one of the new shirts that came out. That's right. New shirts, go to the merch store, get some new shirts. Um, but as luck would have it, Brad Hicks ended up taking home that win. Brad, man, welcome to the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. So to get us started off, go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners. Tell us a little bit about who Brad Hicks is. I am Brad Hicks, living in the Dayton, Ohio area. I've uh, been fishing my whole life, uh, traveling around the state of Ohio with my dad. Um, moved out on my own uh, 10 years ago, maybe, and started fishing the river really hard. I uh, never fished a river before, and uh, yeah, I've been addicted ever since. I'm a big uh, river smallmouth angler. Uh, it's what I chase 99% of the time. Uh, when the rivers are flooded, I'll probably go and hit... Uh, some kind of lake or something like that, but usually doesn't happen very often. Um, I am a uh, host of a Paddle and Fin podcast. Uh, we talk about, my, well, my segment, we talk about uh, product review. Like I get to talk to a lot of people in the industry and stuff, and uh, that's been pretty fun. I, I really enjoy it. Absolutely, man. So, um, so you mentioned uh, uh, fishing with your dad. Um what was what was that like? What was it that that was there that one moment that got you hooked, or what was it that kind of got you into into fishing as more than just your your average average hobby? So the one time that sticks out place uh, a little pond inside a uh, a trailer park uh, here uh, near Dayton, Ohio. And, uh, they had a pond right there. And, well, I was fishing with my dad one day and I saw him hook into the biggest carp I've ever seen. I don't know if it was big because I was 10 years old or what, but I could, I, I still swear to this day that that thing was 36 inches long. And that's the story that st- stuck out to me. And ever since that day, I'm like, I want to catch one of those. That looks fun. He was fighting that thing on medium light, uh, combo and, I was just like, I was amazed. I was like, wow. Absolutely. So did you end up, uh, have you ended up uh, catching a big carp yet? Probably about 28 inches I have, but nothing bigger than that. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. So let's talk about the final cast a little bit. So that's that's where um, that's where I first, uh, um, first came across you. Um, so that one, uh, kind of, kind of give us a, a little explanation of what the final cast is and, uh, and a brief kind of explanation of what paddle and fin is. Yeah. So paddle and fin were a podcast, uh, network. Um, 
we uh, host shows every day. There's like uh, seven different segments. Um, if you go to the website, people can find every segment in the, uh, uh, trying to think, uh, schedule, uh, a schedule of, uh, what all the shows come out. But, uh, the final cast, uh, like I said, uh, we talked to a lot of people in the industry about, um, products. We do product reviews. Um, me and my co-host Josh, he lives here in the Dayton area as well. So, uh, it makes it kind of nice because, some of these companies will send us products to either my house or his house. I can go and pick them up. We'll test these products out, and then we'll have them on to talk about the product. Um, a lot of the times that doesn't happen, we'll just have companies on that we enjoy using. Like last week, we had uh, Glenn Young, Z-Man sales rep, uh, come on the show to talk about new products they have released within the last year since iCast. Um <sighs> That's always been a blast. We've had him on three times, and he's always a great guest. He's, he's an awesome dude. But, yeah, it's just product spotlight, product reviews, and gear reviews, just stuff like that. Absolutely, and I I definitely, I think, I think the final cast is probably my favorite of the of the Paddle and Finn shows, although I, I do have to say Armando's is starting to catch up pretty quick. Yeah, um, buddy. <laughs> so, yeah, Armando's show's good too. I I listen to I I'm part of Paddle and Finn, but I'm a big. Before I was on Paddle and Finn, I was a big Paddle and Finn uh, fan. So I listen to everybody's show every day still, and it's not like I have some kind of inside scoop. Like these shows are coming out daily, and I'm surprised just as much as every other listener. I don't have any insider info or anything about guests or. Uh, stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I kind of always imagined it being like this, this calendar and like everybody seeing who's, who's interviewing who at what time and stuff. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, everybody's pretty much, uh, they, they got their own thing going and they upload it. And that's about it. All right. So previously we had one of our guests, um, from paddle and Finn, Mr. Dan Perry, he's over at the reel down and that's where you started on paddle and Finn, right? Yeah, I was I was uh, on Paddle and Finn, uh, starting out on the reel down. That was almost two years ago already. I think. Yeah. What What was it that made you decide to switch over to Final Cast? Oh well, we had a couple new guys coming in, and Brian had some more ideas for coming out with shows. Uh, he he came to me. He's like, I know you're not a big tournament angler, but he said, I know you love gear. And I'm like. Say no more. That sounds awesome. So I'm not real big tournament angler. I mean, I'll do some local ones, but I'm not, you know, like no Drew Gregory or anything. So right. Yeah, I haven't really participated in any tournaments other than uh, Jackson Orr's charity tournaments. So yeah, um, I'm right there with you. Like, I feel like you are partially to blame but not 100 percent to blame of how much money i spend on fishing gear but uh (laughs) (laughs) dude oh yeah i've spent so much money on gear just after talking to some of these companies i'm like uh i guess i gotta buy some now yeah for sure i know the feeling (laughs) that's funny all right, man. So let's let's dive into stuff. Um, so in a nutshell, uh, tell us what it is that you believe in, and and kind of the story of how you came to believe that. I'm a Christian. Uh, 
grew up in a Christian family with my uh, dad, my stepmom. Um, yeah, we've been going to church my whole life. As long as I can remember, uh, the first church we went to was Dayton Baptist Temple. Um, when I was probably five years old, I remember one specific time being in the car driving home from church. And, uh, yeah, just specifically just remember coming from that church and driving home. It's, it's weird. Um, after that, we had two churches merge, uh, Dayton Baptist Temple, uh, merged with Cornerstone Baptist Church. And that's where we went for 15 years, probably. Um, and then from there, we went to a couple other churches that weren't very big and then, uh, ended up at my uncle's church a few years back. He started his own church in Huber Heights called Engage City Church. And we were there for a little bit. Now we're in between churches. Um, used to play drums in church, uh, from 2012 to 2019, I think seven or eight years. And that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I miss it. Um, I think the next church we do go to, I'll probably get back into it because it is a lot of fun. Absolutely. What is it you, uh, what is it you miss most about playing in a church band? Um, man, I don't, probably just like the feel, like it, it, it's hard to explain, but it, there was some times where you're playing your favorite song. It's just like, emote, like, I guess you feel God taking over and it just gives you chills, you know, I, I can't really explain it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I remember several times where like, um, all of a sudden the band just gets into like this, this groove and everybody's looking around at each other. Like, it's not me. It's not me. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I've, we've had that happen before too. And then we, we get off. We're like, we'll get off the stage. And we're like, Oh man, that was so much fun. <laughs> For sure. And just that, that, that extra little, extra little group of, of brotherhood. Um, you you really get close to each other whenever you're practicing a couple of times a week and and playing music with each other and learning learning to trust each other on stage and stuff. It, um, I I miss that brotherhood too, man. Yeah, that, that's a good way to put it. I never really thought about it as another bro- brotherhood, but it's that's definitely uh, a big part of it for sure. Absolutely. So, um, what was, what was it like to have, uh, have the church that you were going to all of a sudden merge with another church? Uh, I was too young to remember how it all went down, but I do remember they had the congregation vote on it after a service. And, um, there were some, some people against it. Some people were, or most people were for it, of course, but, um, yeah, I just remember, everything merging together and we had new members and like it like doubled the uh, congregation and uh, just seeing a new, new faces and new people. I'm like, Oh, this is, this is kind of weird, but it's cool. Cause the other church was kind of dying in a sense. You, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But All right. So, um, so where is it for you that, that faith and fishing meet and kind of connect with each other? 
it has to be while I'm floating down the river and seeing all like their creation of everything. It, it's sometimes it's mind blowing, especially in the fall. Like the most beautiful time to be on the river, man. And you're going down, you're seeing these riffles, uh, fast moving water. You see all these trees that are orange and red, and yellow with some green in there still. It's, it has to be just like the scenery. It's, it's incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so are there any particular times you can think of that have, um, while you're out on the water affected your faith in any way? Um, in a good way or bad way? Um, in any way. <laughs> well, I, I know there's, there's been multiple times where I, I get mad and angry. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So that, that, that could be the negative way. And it's like, you know, I mean, just being real, like, there's been times where I get really mad and I'll, I'll, I'll get mad. Like I'll yell or something stupid, you know, I'm just like, Ugh. you know, you look back at that now. It's like, that was stupid. You're out there having fun trying to fish and you're getting mad at yourself <laughs> just for getting snagged in a tree or something. And that, that right there is why I'm not a big tournament guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so yeah. competitive. It takes the fun out of it for me because if I'm not winning, I'm not enjoying it and I'm not good enough to win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, tournament fishing's tough. I, I was talking to somebody about this recently, and he's he did three back to back to back within the last few weeks. He's like, "Man, that's real tough." I'm like, "I know, man. You got to have like some really mental toughness going on there to be able to pull it off." Yeah, for sure. Um, whenever whenever I do just, just one weekend, a lot of times it feels like how in the world are people doing this all the time? <laughs> yeah. That and just being it, having to spend all that money. It's yeah. That's, like, that's another thing. I, I can't do the tournament stuff. I can't spend the money all, all the time on it. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of it for me is that I car top and I paddle. So oh, like, man. like the third day, whenever I'm like, trying to get my, my kayak back up on my roof after I've paddled for the third day in a row. I'm just like, I, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I don't blame you, man. I just, I, I just uh, recently got a motor for my kayak. So I, I've, I've been paddling for eight years, seven, eight years, something like that. My shoulders are starting to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. What about in a positive way? Um, and that's a tough one. I wasn't ready for that question. <laughs> uh, I, I've, listened, I've listened to your show too, and I've heard you ask that question before. The uh, I don't know. I guess just catching a catching a nice fish, and you're just like, finally, like you you feel like that victory. I. I don't know. That's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. So you said you've listened to the show, so you knew this one was coming. Um, it's my favorite of all of the questions that I get to ask everyone. Um, what fishing story or memory means the most to you? Uh, well, it's it's not a uh, it's not a a good story, but it's funny. Um, <laughs> me and my dad was out fishing Eastwood uh, Metro Park on the boat. And, uh, we just got out on the water with my aunt 
And I was going, I want Berkeley Trilene. I want Berkeley Trilene. My dad said, you wouldn't be quiet. You wouldn't be quiet. And he, he kept telling me to hold on, hold on, hold on. And then all of a sudden, I pick up his rod and uh, reach over the side of the boat and just release it, drop it in the water. And he looked at me. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? Did you just do that? So he had to drag the anchor to pick the rod up he did find it and he did pull it back up but that's the story i'll never forget oh man that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) and he brings it up all the time too you remember when you did that (laughs) (laughs) it's a uh, good selling point for savior outdoors (laughs) yeah yeah this is like 25 years before savior though (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's funny Oh yeah, you're sponsored by them too, aren't you? Um, well, I'm I'm on the pro staff, but but they they do a good job of taking care of me. So yeah, big shout awesome. out to them. That's awesome. Um, so uh, you've probably heard this story before, but um, whenever I first started the podcast, I was kind of coming up with different questions, and I asked my my fishing buddy to come up with a question that that he hasn't heard anyone ask. And, uh, I've gotten some really fun, fun responses from it. But when you're out fishing with somebody, uh, what is your typical conversation centered around? <laughs> oh yeah. I heard this one the other day when you're talking to Drew Gregory. <laughs> um, so me and my buddy Justin, when we're out there fishing, it's, we, we don't really talk. We, we cut up a lot. Uh, uh, it's not, not really conversation. It's just, our rivers ride on a bike path. So when people go by, I'll do weird noises like Whoop, or something <laughs> like that, or do a turkey noise or something. And they'll stop and look. And uh, my buddy Justin just cracks up. And he sits there and just laughs the whole time. <laughs> but that, that's been kind of our thing. Uh, under bridges, people pass by. Uh, I'll just make random noises at them. Just mess <laughs> with people. It's a lot of fun. That's awesome. I'm going to have to start doing that. There, one of the, one of my favorite places, um, there's a, um, there's a bridge for the, the Greenway Trail, um, that goes right over there. So there are people, um, walking and biking across it all day long. Yeah. Yeah. That's a perfect spot for it. <laughs> so, um, so let's hear it then. What's the, uh, what's the turkey sound? <laughs> That's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I've practiced it my whole life. That's awesome. <laughs> oh man, my sister does a good one too. Awesome. So, all right, man. So since your big thing um, and your your show is all about reviewing uh, kayak and fishing products, uh, what item do you wish that you had whenever you first started fishing? Definitely the Shimano Corrado K. I've been wanting one of those for years, and I just got one like a week and a half ago. And I love that reel. That thing's awesome. What is it that makes it stand out from from others? Uh, how smooth it is. Uh, you'd be sitting there reeling a heavy bait, even like a three quarter ounce uh, jackhammer or something. Real on that thing, it just it feels like you're not doing anything. It kind of blew blew my mind when I picked it up, uh, because how smooth it was. 
Awesome, man. So what about a particular a particular piece of, of fishing advice? Is there one of those that you wish you had started out with? Uh, probably to, to stay patient and to uh, put as much time as you can on the water because without not having all that time put in the water, you're not going to catch as many, well, you're not going to catch as many fish or learn as much as you would if you're on the water. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah, I, I, I found last year I probably fished more than I ever have in a year total. And I found the more times you're on the water, the, the better chances you're putting yourself in the right places to catch bigger fish. And then on top of that, you're learning where the locations of where those big fish are and uh, you're able to replicate your uh, successes. So what would you say is the biggest difference between between river fishing and lake fishing? Um, probably uh, current yeah, and depth. Um, current plays a big part in rivers, of course. Um, if you can find any kind of current break in a river, you're going to find uh, fish at some point. Uh, lakes, not so much. I know lakes do have current at times when they're drawing uh, water out and stuff, but it's not the same kind of current that's in a river. Um, my kind of rivers don't have the depth that lakes do. Um, my river's probably on average six foot deep, maybe, with some okay. ripple, uh, ripples mixed in there. Um, but we do have some holes uh, scattered every 10, 20 miles on the river where there's probably 20 foot deep holes, 15 foot deep holes. I've come across almost 30 feet deep holes. Um, those are the kind of spots where I want to get better and try to drop shot there, but I haven't been able to do it yet. Awesome. Um, yeah, I haven't, uh, haven't done much. I haven't done any kayak fishing on, on the Noose River, which is the one that, that runs, pretty close here um it's just which river was it it's the noose river i haven't heard um, of that one and up here it's it so it's fed by uh by falls lake um and goes all the way to uh to the beach but it uh it moves so fast i haven't haven't uh haven't tried it i've paddled on it but I, yeah. I mean, really, you just steer. You don't really have to paddle much whenever you're going down river on that thing. Yeah, that's another reason why I like rivers too, is because you can just sit there and float and cast. All right, man. Um, so I am I'm jealous because you get to fish for one of the fish on my bucket list all the time in the small smallmouth. But what fish sits at the top of your bucket list? Let's see. I've caught a lot of species out there, but I'll probably I'd probably have to say a peacock bass. If it wasn't peacock, I'd probably say musky, but I have caught one of those. But yeah, probably a peacock bass. Those things just look really cool. Yeah, and they're I hear they're so strong too. Um, oh yeah, they have to with a, a, a head like that. <laughs> yeah, have for to be sure. Pretty strong. <laughs> What about a particular spot? Is there one of those that sits at the top of your bucket list? Man, it's funny. Uh, 
probably St. Clair, and I'm only three hours away. I don't know why I haven't made the trip up there, but I need to go. Awesome. Catch some uh, some monster smallmouth up there. Yeah. Yeah, those, those things are footballs. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. All right, man. So um, you've probably been preparing for this one, but this is our uh, our what's your favorite segment. We do this with all of our guests. Uh, ask you your favorite in a few different categories. So, um, so we get that started off with uh, what's your favorite scripture? Scripture that always stands out to me is the first verse that I ever memorized when I was in first grade, and that's. Uh, Psalms one nineteen eleven. Thy word I hid in my heart, and I might I sin against thee. Awesome. Um, any any particular uh, reason that that one is, is special to you? Like I said, it's the first one I learned. I remember uh, we had a program out of my old church that if you got memorized so many verses, you got a prize, and that was one of the first ones I remember. I felt like an accomplished first grader, you know. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, sure. that's cool. That, I think it has a good message. And, yeah, it's, it's something I'll always remember. For sure. I mean, what about a particular uh, favorite Bible story? Um, probably this one's cool because I, li- I, I just like the tact the tactics of uh, Gideon and his soldiers um, surrounding the Midianite camps with the uh, trumpets and their pitchers in the middle of the night, and they smash the pitchers and uh, sound their horns, and the whole Midianite camp just fled. It's a cool story. For sure. Uh, I love that one, and I love the story leading up to it about like Gideon like saying, uh, like, well, if you're really God, you'll do this. Oh, you did mm-hmm. that? Hmm. Well, then you would really do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of like, the sponge will be wet, but everything else will be dry. Yeah. That's a cool, that's a, that whole section of the Bible is pretty cool. Absolutely. So what's, what's your favorite fish to catch? Smallmouth bass, for sure. Not a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all I post on Instagram. <laughs> what about your favorite fish to fish for? My favorite fish to fish for? Yeah. Definitely smallmouth. All right. It has to be, if it's the same one, yeah. All right, and what about your favorite fish to eat? I actually don't eat fish. I'm not a big fan of the taste. Okay. Not at all. No. I, I've had it before. I mean, it's not horrible. But um, I, I will say this. I had some in Hawaii, and uh, we had Ono, and that was that was all right. Oh, but, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, freshwater fish, I'm just not a big fan of, but the Ono was pretty good. Okay. I'll have to look up Ono. I, I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I don't, I don't even remember what it looks like, but it's a, I think it was bluish grayish and green, maybe. Can't okay. Remember. Yeah, I'll, I'll for sure have to look that one up. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, what about your favorite fish and snack? 
Um, probably Cliff Bar. I like the uh, the uh, white macadamia nut or the peanut butter crunch Cliff Bars. Those are good. All right. I I'm a little bit surprised seeing as how you know your wife is a baker and everything, and you're gonna oh, go yeah. with the Cliff Cliff Bar. <laughs> Man, she she makes so so much stuff like. I have it at home so much that I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. She she actually made cookies last night, and I ate a couple at lunch today at work. And I was just like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. What about without uh, without giving away any secret spots or anything, what's your favorite body of water to fish on? Uh, the Great Miami River. Which is funny because you had Andrew Hayes on, and he lives not too far from me either. And uh, I believe that was his favorite too. Um, it may have been. I don't. I don't remember exactly. But yeah, that that always gets me. Y'all, y'all always talk about how how bad fishing is in in Ohio. But like, there's you and Josh and Andrew, and um, like so many great kayak fishermen up in up in Ohio. Um, yeah, it's like if 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 well, it's so, if it's so bad, how how are y'all all so good at it? <laughs> well, I, I will say this: like our our lakes around here aren't the greatest. It's real hard to catch anything over four pounds largemouth. I think the best fishing we have in southwestern Ohio is definitely our river system. Just because I, I tell everybody this, but the, the lakes around here, we, we only have a few lakes per county. You go over to Indiana, and it seems like they got four, 40 lakes per county. So right. we, we have way more pressure here than we do anywhere else in the surrounding states. I hear you. Yeah, another one that's up there um is uh is John Graves. Um I've been listening to his his podcast a lot lately. He's like the uh he's like the Bob Ross of fishing, but um <laughs> but, I love John, man. He, that guy is awesome. He he's yeah. one of the coolest guys I've ever met. Uh going back and listening to his episode, it, it reminded me of uh Brad the Sticks Hicks. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, he was he was the one that started that, and then I I told everybody I was like, guys, you need to stop calling me that because I'm not I'm not a stick. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, he's he's like a master storyteller, man. Like I'm I'm hanging on every words every word whenever he's doing his anchor ads. <laughs> yeah, that with uh, his uh, uh, cinematic. Um, music that he has in the background i guess <laughs> yeah yeah it i agree he, he is he's a real good storyteller and that's what makes this podcast so special i think yeah absolutely but yeah man and and again i don't want to i uh, want you to have to give away too many secrets but what's your favorite lure to throw um i think that varies uh throughout the year um but if i'm going to say right now it's lately it's been the square bill crankbait. If you would ask okay. me a month ago, it probably would have been the Ned Rig TRD. And then once the summer hits, I'm going to say any kind of top water, like a tri wing buzzbait or 
uh, Whopper Plopper or uh, Labina Lures Rico or something like that. I hear you. And uh, speaking of time of year, uh, what's your favorite time of year to fish? Definitely early or late March, early April, I think. That's when the big smallmouth come to play. I hear well, you. Actually, all through April, probably. But yeah, well, once that water hits 45 degrees, I feel confident enough in being able to catch fish out on the river. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, 45 degrees is like pretty close to the coldest it gets here. <laughs> uh, you guys are lucky. You're in Tennessee, um, right? Uh, I'm in North Carolina. North Carolina. I thought you were Tennessee for some reason. Yeah, I'm just just barely south of of Raleigh here in North Carolina. I mean the the Raleigh Garner line runs through our backyard, so whenever I say just barely oh. south, I'm I mean just barely. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. How far are you from the French Broad? Um, to the closest part of it, probably probably four or five hours. Oh, okay. I thought you were closer than that. Yeah, we're we're kind of we're kind of in the middle. We're uh, okay, but but closer to the beach. I mean, I can be at the beach in in two hours. Okay, that makes so. sense. Well, if you want to catch smallmouth, that'd be the place to go. Okay, I'll definitely definitely remember that and have to have to check yeah. that one out. Yep. All right, man. Well, we're gonna start wrapping things up. Um, let us know what do you have coming down the pipe for Brad Hicks. Um, you know, I'm just gonna continue uh, fishing the river, uh, doing the segments on paddle and fin. We got, well, actually, we don't have any big uh, uh, guests coming up. We still got a schedule, or we're a couple weeks out, but um, yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. Just doing the same thing I've been doing. I hear you. And I'm going to give you an open floor for any sponsor shout-outs or supporter shout-outs, anyone you want to say thanks to. Yeah. Um, I'll do a special thanks to Mark Bersani at Loveland Canoe and Kayak. He's He's been awesome uh, to work for. He has let me run the fishing team out there. Um, and... Uh, he he gives me a demo boat every year, so I can't there's I can't complain. And then I sell that boat for the shop when I'm done with it at the end of the year, and then I get a new one. So that that's been the the big one for for me, man. It's 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 just been awesome. Um, Brian at Paddle and Finn, I have to thank him, of course, because he's helped me have a voice in the kayak community and it's been fun. I mean, can't beat it. Absolutely. And, uh, if our, if our listeners want to follow you on social media, learn more about you, listen to the final cast, all of that good stuff. How do they find you? Um, I'm on Instagram at Brad Hicks fishing. Um, I don't, I'm on Facebook, but I don't use it very often. I, I don't scroll. I do post, but I don't scroll. Um, and then uh, Paddle and Finn, we're on uh, Apple, Spotify, and all those uh, platforms you find any podcast. Awesome. Well, Brad, thanks so much for coming on the show. Um, really had a blast, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. I enjoy your show.
Thank you. If you want to get a hold of the best hooks in the business, check out Vector Hooks. Vector Hooks is veteran owned and operated and they really go above and beyond with how they treat their customers. They make hooks for all kinds of applications, presentations, baits, and techniques that are stout and strong. And with these things being chemically sharpened, let me tell you, their slogan is, man, these things are sharp for a reason. Check them out today at www.vectorhooks.com. That's V-E-C-T-O-R hooks.com. Thanks again to Brad uh, for coming on the show and having a great conversation with us. If you want to follow Brad or listen to the final cast, links will be in the show notes, as well as all things faith and fishing, save your outdoors, vector hooks, and where you can purchase the jackhammer. Thank you all again for listening and for helping the podcast hit 2,000 plays. Y'all take care and God bless. Thank you all for listening to the Faith and Fishing Podcast. Be sure to give us a rating and a review if you enjoy the show. And follow the show on Instagram at Faith and Fishing Pod or at Facebook.com slash Faith and Fishing. Be sure to reach out to one of the amazing pastors in your community if you have questions about faith. And make sure you join the Faith and Fishing community on Facebook. Special thanks goes to Tyler Worrell, the graphic designer behind the Faith and Fishing logo. The Faith and Fishing podcast is produced by Cam Steele, and the music for the show is written, recorded, and performed by Jonathan Influenzi and Cam Steele. Thanks again for listening. Y'all take care, and God bless.